1 Samuel chapter 1, we kind of talked about this on Mother's Day and didn't get to finish the message on Mother's Day evening. I kind of took a turn and uh, on last Sunday night, um, but never got to this message here. So I just want to share the rest of this with you. Uh, 1 Samuel chapter number 1, 1 Samuel chapter number 1, uh, as you, if you will, maybe you do remember, maybe you do not, but Hannah's uh, been praying, if you will, the, this is uh, the title of the message, or Hannah's praying, or Hannah's prayer, and uh, she's prayed before God, she prayed at the temple, uh, the place that she came to, number one was the place that she came to, uh, was the church, she came to the place to pray, and uh, we must not ever forget how important this place is, and, uh, this place needs to be a lighthouse. This place needs to be a, a rescue station for the lost. Uh, if we're not rescuing lost, we're not doing our job. If there's not, if there's not people in here getting saved, then we're not. We are simply not doing what God's called us to do. We've been called to reach this community. Uh, this is the place. This is the place. And uh, if I ever come to a place, if I ever come to the time where God's not here, I don't want to be here. If God's not here, I don't want any part of it. And uh, look, hey, I don't want any part of Satan getting in. I don't want any part of Satan being a disturbance and Satan being against us. And, and uh, I don't want any part of that. No part of that. God be for us. Who can be against us? I understand that we have, we have God on our side. But ultimately, I, I don't want any part of Satan being against us. Satan, be, Satan being in this place. And... Uh, we talked about a little bit this morning how Jesus dealt with Satan. Uh, Jesus dealt with the devil, if you will, uh, as one of the 12 disciples. Uh, uh, that there's people that will sneak into church and be a, be a hindrance and be a, uh, be, a pl- be a hindrance to the place. I don't ever want to get to a place where I'm the hindrance to the place of God, to the house of God. If I ever hinder the house of God and ever hinder the Spirit of God, move me out the way. Because I don't want to hinder the place. Hinder the place that God has ordained. Hinder the place that's supposed to be a soul-saving station. May I never hinder the place. May we never be a hinder to the place. The Bible talks about being a stumbling block to others. So may we not be a stumbling block to others so they can get to this place. And uh, that's just, uh, just a thought. She came to the place to pray. Hannah not only prayed at the place... At the place, the place being the temple of God. Then she prayed with passion. Talked about how we needed passion with our prayer. And not just simply talking, but just simply praying with passion. And how to weep. And the Bible says that she wept sore in verse number 10. Verse number 11, she vowed a vow. <coughs> verse number 13, she poured her heart out to God. Verse number 15, she poured her heart out to God. And poured her soul out to the Lord. She knew she needed to come to God with passion. Uh, much like we need to, uh, prayer hasn't changed. It's not changed from uh, place to place and generation to generation. It's still the same. Uh, we still need to come to God with passion. We still need to come to God in the place. But then la- number three tonight, or number one tonight, if you will, we need to pray with persistency. In verse number 12, here we are, Hannah's prayer, and it came to pass in verse number 12, 
And it came to pass as she continued praying before the Lord that Eli marked her mouth. Now Hannah, she spake in her heart, only her lips moved, but her voice was not heard. Therefore Eli, Eli thought that she had been drunken. And verse number 12, the Bible says, And it came to pass as she continued praying. How long did Hannah pray? How long did she stay at the altar? How long did she pray? I pray at church. I don't know. The Bible doesn't tell us that she prayed for a day. It doesn't tell us that she prayed for a couple hours. But she continued in prayer. If we want God to answer our prayers, if we want God to do something big, we're going to have to be persistent in our praying. Keep praying. I heard a preacher say this many years ago. He said, keep praying until the light breaks through. Keep praying to the Lord. He'll answer you. You keep praying. You keep praying. When you don't feel like praying, you need to pray. And when you don't, when you feel like praying, you need to pray and be persistent about praying. Hannah went before God and she knew she needed a child. She wanted a child. And, and, and simply this too, this was not a vain repetition of prayer. This was not her saying the Lord's prayer over and over again and saying the same thing over and over again. She simply prayed to God. The Bible teaches and preaches against vain repetition. Saying the same thing over and 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 over again. Against it. She was persistent, but it wasn't vain. She was persistent, but it was the right way. As we look in the New Testament, Jesus talks about the two men that were praying praying in the temple. One prayed, talked about how good he was and all the accomplishments he had. And there stood one man in the corner just simply praying. Who are you? man who has to pray eloquently so everyone knows how good of a prayer uh, you, can, you can do or you simply trying to touch heaven. Have you ever listened to someone pray? Have you ever listened and been with somebody as they prayed and simply you simply thought that they were opening heaven's doors and you were listening to them talk to Jesus? That's how it ought to be every time we pray. That's how it ought to be every time we approach the throne of God. Simply, who am I talking to? Who am I praying to? It's not a game. One thing I try to teach to our, our kids is that when we pray, it's not a game. It's not playtime, it's playtime. Pray right. When we're praying, we need to be serious about this thing. We need to be serious and be persistent about our praying. Well, I've been praying that for years. Well, you keep praying. But I will say this too. I sure don't want to pray against the will of God. She was persistent in praying that God's will would be done. She wanted a child. Ultimately, she made a vow that God, God, if you give me a child, I'll give him back to you. Hey, Grandma, don't you quit praying for that grandkid? Hey, Mama, don't you quit praying for your daughter or your son? Hey, Daddy, don't quit praying. Don't you dare quit praying for your family. Our families need us to pray and pray persistent. Keep praying. The Bible says, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. 
Look, I don't know what will happen. I don't know what will take place next week. I don't know what will take place next month. I don't know what will take place next year. But I'm going to tell you, we need to be persistent in praying. Keep praying. Keep praying. You ask yourself this, what was she praying for? What did she pray for? Verse number 11 and she vowed a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if thou wilt indeed look on my affliction. Look on my affliction. Look <coughs> on the affliction of thine handmaiden. Remember me. And not forget thine handmaiden. But wilt give unto thine handmaiden a man child. Then I will give him unto the Lord all the days of his life. She said, God, if you would just remember me. And she kept praying and kept praying and kept praying and kept praying. Again, it doesn't tell us how long she prayed. All I know is that she prayed long enough that the priest came out and said, Woman, are you drunk? You've been praying here so long, you're weeping and crying, and you're, you, you, you act like you're, you've been drinking. No, I'm just praying. I'm just praying. I really, we sang that song this morning, Sweet Hour of Prayer. Have we ever spent an hour in prayer? Spend more than 10 minutes in prayer? Say our bedtime prayers and go to bed. Lord, lay me down to sleep. Pray my soul to keep. If I die before I wake, how's the rest of it go? I pray the Lord, my soul to take, right? That's all we do and go to bed. But it's not about the that it's not about being that kind of, it's, it's a serious prayer. She's persistent about her praying time. We need to be persistent. And I think some of that persistency comes when we spend time in prayer. Not just a couple minutes and go on down the road. But spend time praying. We'll spend time watching TV. Oh, yeah. We'll spend time working on something. We'll spend time making sure the yard looks nice or the house looks nice and the dishes are done. And We'll spend time doing all these things. And yet one of the things we neglect is spending time with the King of Kings. Right. Hannah knew that if she wanted something, she had to go to God and ask. And she was going to stay until. Mm-hmm. You know what we need to do when we pray? Stay yes. until. Yeah. Never seen that acronym of PUSH, P U S H, pray until something happens? Pray and be persistent. Don't quit. Hannah prayed and was persistent. Hannah went to the right place to pray. Hannah had passion when she prayed. And when Hannah did those things, in verse number 17, (coughs) number two, she had peace. In verse number 17, the Bible says, Then Eli answered and said, Go in peace. And the God of Israel, 
grant thee thy petition and thou hat, that thou hast asked of him. And she said, Let thy handmaiden find grace in thy sight. So the woman went her way and did eat, and her countenance was no more sad. And they arose up in the morning early and worshiped before the Lord and returned and came to the house of Ramah. And Elkanah knew his wife, and the Lord remembered her. See, when we pray, and we're going to the place to pray, and we spend time in passion in prayer, and we're persistent in our prayer, it brings peace. The only way we're going to find peace, the only way that we're going to find what God truly wants for us is spend time in prayer. He said, go in peace, and the God of Israel will grant thee thy petition. We need to pray at the place and pray with passion and pray persistently because we want the peace. You ever made a decision and you knew making that decision was the wrong decision, but you made it anyways? I don't want to make any decision, any decision without at least consulting God about it. Right. Why? Because I want to make sure that's what He wants. Because I want peace. I want peace. Yes. I've watched God work. And I've watched God answer prayer. And I've seen Him move. I had prayers that I, I, I didn't even know. And God began to move and open the door. Begin to, man, I guess he's not going to answer it. And all of a sudden, the door's open. Right. I want peace. But for us to have peace, we have to be persistent. We have to pray with passion. And we need to play, pray in the place. Because when she went home, the Bible says that her countenance was no more sad. Do you know why she was no more sad? Because God answered her prayer. She wasn't sad anymore. She wasn't upset anymore. She wasn't troubled anymore because she knew that God had answered her prayer. Maybe you're troubled this, morning, this evening. Maybe you're upset. Maybe you're dealing with stuff and because God's not answered your prayer. Go to God. Be persistent. Go to God with passion. Go to God to in the place so that your countenance doesn't have to be sad. You know, your face tells a whole lot. People, people can tell if you're mad. People can tell if you're sad. People can tell if you're happy. They can. Sometimes we need to tell our face that we're happy. You go, to, uh, you go specifically, if you go to Walmart, man, you see it all over people's faces. Walk around like someone done shoved a bunch of sour lemons in their mouth, you know? Look, life is not like that. We might have disagreements. We may not always uh, see eye to eye, but look, we need to make sure that our countenance is not sad because God has answered our prayer and we've went to Him and we've prayed and we've went to Him and with passion and we've went to Him being persistent and God has answered and He's given us that peace and we don't have to be sad. We don't have to be sad. Verse 19. And they rose up in the morning early and did what? Worshiped. Hmm. Worshiped before the Lord. 
So when that peace comes, that peace that passes all understanding, that peace that only God can give, when that peace comes, we can worship God the right way. So, I ask you, are you praying? Are you praying persistently? Are you praying with passion? Are you praying in the place? So that we can all seek that peace from God. Peace from God. And worship Him. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you for tonight. I thank you for allowing.